everyone, my name is Reagan. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, with your host, Sarah Carnes. She's my mom. She's on the radio and TV and loves the Cleveland Browns. But one of her favorite things is connecting with you. She wants to help you live a healthy, happy life. I don't know how she does it. She even got me to love carrots and eat broccoli. Thanks for listening. Well, they say fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. Kind of came bumped up to fear this weekend. I went skiing for the first time in, oh, like 15 years. And I don't know what it is. The older I get, I just have a little more anxiety about things that I haven't done in a long time or things I've never done. Like, you could have probably got me to skydive back 20 years ago. Now, just the thought of it is a little bit of pure panic. And 20 years ago, I went skiing. No fear. Let's do it. This weekend? Mm, Thank goodness. My best friend was with me, and she was able to snowboard down the hill backwards, coaching me along. But it was a bit of a challenge to me. Uh, But I got through it. I think I could say I faced everything in rows, even though I was not that great at skiing. But it was fun and very grateful, very blessed for the opportunity. It has been a struggle the last couple months. Um, Thank goodness we're coming out of all of the sickness and lockdowns and everything from that aspect. The last couple months have been a little bit challenging. And it all started back in December where we had several family members sick in my family at one time. And I don't know, it kind of just made me stop in my tracks and shut everything in my life that didn't need to be going on, like social media and different things, and really just focus on immediate concerns of my family members and getting them healthy and home and safe. And we got through Christmas and all of that, thankfully, and everybody survived. And then went into January, I had some things happened and ended up having a minor surgery. And that was totally unexpected. Everything's good, no problems. But, you know, unexpected things happen in life. And it just makes you stand back, I think, and just really remember how blessed you are. And, you know, I think things happen sometimes in life, and they really do make you sit back and reflect of how blessed you are, no matter the hard times, no matter the struggles that you go through. And sometimes those struggles really stretch you to uh, bring you to the person you're supposed to be that God wants you to be. And it's, it's funny, I was talking to someone at Pickleball the other night that I've never spoken to before. And I was talking to him about all that had happened the past couple of months and why we hadn't been at Pickleball. That was one of the other things that we had to cut out for a little bit. And this guy is always so happy. He's just, you can tell he's joyful. And there's a difference between happy and joyful, I think. And he kind of looked at me and he said, you know what, Sarah? It all changed for me several years ago when my dad was actually killed in a plane accident. 
He's like, this is why I'm so happy all the time. This is why I'm so joyful. And he proceeded to tell me that he was supposed to be on the plane that his dad was on that crashed. It was a little plane flown by a family friend. And after school, he had the opportunity to go on a plane ride with him and his dad and the friend. And some things happened. He had just started dating this girl. And instead of riding the bus home, he went and took a ride with the the young girl he was dating. And his dad went on without him because there were no cell phones back then and went ahead and took the plane ride without him. And he said, and he said the plane ended up crashing midair with another plane and his dad did not survive. And he said, Sarah, I was supposed to be on that plane. If it wasn't for me taking a ride with a friend versus riding the bus home, I would have been on that plane. So I feel like the rest of my days are bonus days. And that's why I am so happy. And he looked at me and he said, I am so lucky. And I looked right back at him and all I could say was, wow, no, you are blessed. It actually reminded my reminded me of a song by Love and the Outcome that just came out. It's called, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. And, you know, just thinking of everything that's gone on in our lives, and I'm sure your life as well. You've had some trials recently. We are so blessed, even in the trials. Prayer has been something that's been just my lifeline. And learning and diving deeper into prayer, I think that's why I was so excited to talk with our guest today, C.C. Winans. Because the power of prayer and believing in the God we know and trust and knowing that prayer can move mountains, prayer can change things, and knowing that in our hearts is what motivates me and moves me. A quote I always love to remember, if you have time to worry, you have time to pray. Someone recently sent Len and I a message And they were putting together a poll. And the poll was, what do you do on a daily basis to maintain your relationship with God? And I love that question. Makes you really step back and think. I actually talked to Cece about that in today's interview as well. Um, So I, I stepped back and I thought, you know what? Getting in God's word, prayer, definitely prayer, and always For me, it's been digging deeper into God's Word than ever before and learning about things that maybe I don't quite understand and that I want to know more. Um, For example, Len and I actually decided this year we wanted to study the supernatural more, angels, demons, um, just the spiritual world around us. And it's been so enlightening, so amazing, and you know, for me, it's only built my faith even stronger. It's made me dive deeper into my prayer than ever before. So just taking things um, maybe on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis, and diving deeper into the Word um, like never before. For me, that's been something that I've really been focusing on. But when he sent me back the poll results, and he had several people reply 
a variety of different answers from Bible studies to different prayers. But one of them stood out to me and he said, someone said that throughout the day when they get angry or they're upset or maybe just need a little boost of faith, they they say a Franciscan prayer. And it's where you inhale. And as you inhale, you say, Lord Jesus, Son of God. And as you exhale, you say, have mercy on me, a sinner. So here you go. As you feel anxious throughout the day or upset or just need that little boost of faith, you inhale and say, Lord Jesus, Son of God. Exhale and say, have mercy on me, a sinner. I just love that. I thought that was so good. And again, I talked to Cece about what she does on a daily basis as well. And by the way, talking again to Cece Winans today, it's just a portion of an interview Len and I did with her recently. She's coming to Cleveland. She's going to be in town. And you can get all the info on our website at 955thefish.com. But my goodness, she has had 12 Grammy Awards, 28 Dove Awards, and countless other awards, but she's just fantastic. So much wisdom here with Cece. So let's go ahead and get to the interview. Love her, love her song, Believe For It, and so many others here today with us. And you'll hear Len is on some of this interview as well. It is Cece Winans. Cece, it is so great to talk with you today. You know, there's so much going on in our world. I guess I just want to start here with what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening all over the world in different situations. But what is what is on your heart right now? Yeah, our world is really crazy right now. Uh, what's on my heart um, is is the church. You know, really praying for the church. I feel like it's our it's it's the time more so than ever probably for us to shine bright and for us to be who God has called us to be, you know, um, because the world is, is the world needs Jesus. You know, he is still the answer to every situation and to every problem. And when we see what's going on in the world, it's going to take those of us who know the power of prayer, those of us who know the power of agreement, those of us who know the power of the blood of Jesus to really understand the importance of, of intercession. I think inter- I think that's probably one of the the greatest things we could ever accomplish as a believer is to become true intercessors, you know, because prayer can go where we can't go. And believe for it. Yeah, you got to believe. You got to pray according to the word of God, not just yeah. say words. But yeah. the Bible says the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. It said, if my people, which are called by my name. So the Bible tells us how to pray in order to be effective. And, 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 and that's what we have to do. Yeah, I love your song, Believe For It, so much. Um, the lyrics for me, as my kids would say, just hit different. I love the beginning. They say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name. And just the whole song continues on. It gives me chills. Can you tell me about the message of that song, how it came about, and just why you think it resonates with everyone so much? Um, 
powerful song. And and again, God's timing. We we had planned, Sarah, for this record to be out right before the pandemic. And of course, the pandemic happened. And it was my first live record. And so I was like, okay, God, now I want to do my first live record with no people. <laughs> oh. um, but if it would have came out when we had planned for it to come out, belief for it would not have been on it. That was not mm. part of our original. So we did more writing. And the, the young men, um, Kyle, who produced the record, they said, um, we got a song we want you to hear. And so I was like, okay. And they sent me a few songs. I was like, ah, but they sent me Believe for it. And uh, I was like, that's it. You know, we need an anthem. We need something that's going to challenge the people of God to do what God tells us to do. You know, And this song challenges you. It tells you to believe and to release your faith um, for the impossible. And God responds to our faith. And, and, and during this, you know, and so we, we, we finished the song and, and knew that it would bless the lives of people. But during that recording, this particular record is very, it's, a, it's an extremely powerful record. And, and I want to say this because we only could have like 50 people in the room when we recorded this live record. Yeah. And I called intercessors to come and pray during the whole recording. So they interceded during the whole recording. Wow. And the anointing and the power of God was so tangible and so evident. And I was like, God, people need to hear you. They don't need to hear me when they put on this song. When they hear this Uh record, they need to hear you. They need to experience you. And, And that was my prayer. That was our cry is that God would would saturate this record so much with his power. Because during that time, everybody was isolated. A lot of people hadn't been to church since right. I don't know when. And I was like, you got, when they play it, you got you to gotta fill the room with your spirit and with your power. And, um, and that's, those are the testimonies that we're hearing. Praise God. Love that. Cece, could you talk about the church a little bit? I don't know. There's just something that, you know, says that as believers, we were probably pretty comfortable here in a lot of ways. And, you know, so much has happened with the pandemic, so much is happening around our world. And I think it's changed a lot of us. And it's almost like we've been put through the refiner's fire. How do you think this has changed for us as a believers? And just talk about us as the church. I love what you just said. I think it's the fire. I think it is the refining fire. I think it's a part of our journey as the church. You know, I think like you said, we've gotten very comfortable with the the easy the easy uh, picture of a believer. <laughs> and when you look through scripture, that's not what you see. Them going through the fire. You see them giving up their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think we've kind of made up our own gospel. We've kind of made up what we thought the church is supposed to be when all we have to do is look in the word. And I believe these trying times is forcing us to do just that. Who are we? Why are we here? And 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 when you really get that clear picture, everything has to shift in your life. It has to shift to who, what is Jesus saying? What does he want? Who am I? We don't even belong to ourselves. And we've gotten so comfortable and it's all about us. And it's not the church. Is not the church. And all you have to do is look in the word. The church never changes. And, and, and I tell people, even during this, you know, the pandemic, all the things, all the uncertainties that we feel 
Nothing takes God by surprise, surprised by anything. He's not nervous <laughs> about anything that's going on. And so I just think we have to, we have to, there's no longer a choice. We have to line up with him. Yeah. We have to be who we say we are. And it's in the fire that we realize who we are. And, and, and again, God's love is so magnificent. He never puts us in the fire to burn us up, you know, but yeah. he puts us in the fire to burn us up. That's so true. <laughs> There's no, no more I, but it's him. It's, it's the only thing that's supposed that's to be the there. Cece, speaking to that, someone asked me this recently. What is something you do on a daily basis to maintain your relationship with Christ? I know we all do a variety of things, but I just wonder, is is there something you do on a daily basis? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I do daily what I deem necessary, and, and that is the Word of God. You got to spend time in God's presence. It, it hasn't changed over the years. You know, what it's, it's, it's been, it's taking out time in the Word of God, not becoming too busy for the Word of God. Um, we've allowed other things become to become more important than our time with the word of God. And nothing's more important. Um, and I don't care what stage of life you're in. You know, we, no. we, we pastor. And so you, we have mothers with, you know, small babies, pregnant, older, whatever stage you in, you're in, you have to prioritize your time with the Lord. You yeah. have to, because in our flesh dwells no good thing. And it doesn't matter how long I've been saved. It doesn't matter how many awards I have. I have to put Cece on the cross every single day, mm. right? Mm. And allow the Holy Spirit to minister to my mind and my heart so that I can always remember. And that's why we go to the word daily, because we have to be reminded daily of who he is and who we are. And when you keep that perspective, then you can keep peace. When you mm. keep the right perspective, you can keep joy. You, Because the Bible says, unless we have that, our hearts will fail because of fear. Yeah. And, and it's very real. What the, 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 the demonic activity that's happening is very real. But Jesus is bigger. He's bigger than everything that we're facing. But unless you see it that way, unless you stay in his word and really see it from his perspective, it's easy to forget. So it's just yeah. a daily routine of staying in his word. My daily routine, I, I, can't, uh, I can't express the importance of being in a body of believers. You know, we have a lot of believers yeah. who don't feel like church is important, but it is. Community mm-hmm. is very important to keep you, keep, your, keep you strong and to be under spiritual authority. Um, that's always been a part of my life, and, and it's been a crucial part of my life. Um, and so, yeah, it's so that I can become stronger and stronger the closer that we become or should, should we come to the, the coming of Jesus Christ? We all the goal has got to be stronger and stronger every day. Yeah. And that only happens yeah. in time with him. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, There's something so I wanted to ask you. It's a family question, if you don't mind. I'm going to pry. I'm going to dig. Okay. <laughs> I'm digging. OK, so you and your husband. I uh-huh. co-founded a church in Nashville, Nashville Life Church, mm-hmm. right? And yes. now your son is a senior pastor there. Yes. All right. So the, I'm, I'm going to have you answer this more as, as a parent. Okay. Uh, my, my girls all play sports, fast pitch softball, right? And I'm in the stands, but I want to overcoach them. You know what I'm saying? I want to tell them what to do all this. So how, 
I mean, how does that work with you and your husband in the church and your son, pastor in the church? I mean, do you guys overcoach him? <laughs> um, no, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Now, we probably overcoached him enough over the years that we don't have to overcoach him now. Okay. Um, no, we, we, it's, it's such a blessing because God has given him probably about five powerful, solid men of God that oversee him, you know? And so we can step back and be the founding pastors and just be his parents, you know? Um, but he's doing an incredible job and I know he's totally submitted to men of God in his life. And therefore, we were able to really step back. Okay. Let them have it. You know how that is for parents, though. You know how that is. <laughs> well, of course. And, you know, it is for every stage um, of yeah. life. I've learned that now. You know, you, you Sarah has young ones that are in lessons. I remember that. You know, I'm a grandmom now. And now it's another level of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the prayer never stops. No matter how grown they are, they're still your That's children. Right. No matter if they're your pastors or not, you're praying for them. And yeah. but but at the same time, I, we can't pray and worry. I have yeah. to pray and believe. Oh, that's good. That what we've put in Him will yeah. take them all the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's God who keeps our children. We're just the stewards of them. You know, while they're small. But then we have every. You know, God is amazing, guys. He got this thing all worked out where we all need him for the rest of our lives. We do. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. On the 25th, on the 25th of March, it's going to be uh, the concert. Now, it sounds to me, I'm getting the feeling for those that want to be a part of it, like there's going to be a lot of great music, but I have a feeling there's going to be more than that. Is, is that right? Oh, yeah. We don't show up just for music. <laughs> <laughs> we need God to show up everywhere we go. And I've always felt like that. But the older you get, you really feel that way, you know, yeah. because I could be at home with my grandbaby in my lap having a good time. So touring is something they have to really convince me to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so when we go out, I tell my band and singers, we're not out here to entertain. We're here to lift up the name of Jesus. We're expecting miracles to happen. Um, mm. We're expecting people to be saved. We were expecting people to be set free. We're expecting for people to be healed. Um, and that happens when the power of God shows up. And so we're excited about coming. Yes, it's going to be great music, but we're praying that the Holy Spirit will reveal himself in a greater way to all of those who come. So we're, we're excited about coming. So beautiful. Yeah. CC, um, we'll invite everybody. It's uh, the 25th, 730 at Cahoga Valley Church. And all the details are on our website at 955thefish.com to get the tickets and stuff. But it's really encouraging to speak with you. I think I think we needed this today. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. It. It's so great. Awesome. I, I, I'm honored to talk to you guys. Thank you for what you do. And we'll see you soon. Sounds yes, good. we'll see you soon. Thank you. A great you blessing. It. Thank Bye-bye. you, CC. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little 
snippet from Cece Winans. She's wonderful. Again, she is coming to town. If you're maybe listening to this after the concert, we always have great artists coming in. Check out our website at 955thefish.com. You can also go to my blog for more information on some of the things that maybe I've talked about today, Conversations with Sarah. I'm finally back into the swing of things, and I'm going to have more guests coming on very soon. And I, I know there's lots of things health-wise that I want to share and just really things to make your day better. And the tools and tips that I share, I hope they're useful. Again, thank you for listening. Conversations with Sarah.com. And check out some of the previous podcasts if you're a new listener.